is Actually You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. Hello, today we're going to talk about how to notice hunger signals. This is so important. Um, I was just talking with a client about, you know, how do you notice? Like I asked her, how do you notice when you're getting hungry? And she's like, I have no idea. I don't even know how to answer that question. I just follow the meal plan. Like I've been following this meal plan and I just eat whatever's on the meal plan when I'm supposed to eat it. I don't know if you're talking about hunger signals. So like, okay, cool. That's totally fine. Because <laughs> what I'm here for is to help you identify these things. Um, for so many years, we've been taught to ignore our hunger, um, fight our hunger, uh, stop our hunger, like all of these like really combative words. And hunger is not that big of a deal if we um, actually build a relationship with ourselves and with our bodies. Hunger is actually the signals, the signal that our body is giving us to like, hey, eat because we need food, we need energy, we need calories, we need fuel to keep going. And also it can be an enjoyable experience around food. It doesn't have to be us being in a fight with food all the time. It doesn't have to be us being in a fight with our hunger or being in a fight with our body. It takes a little bit of time to get there. This doesn't happen. This isn't like a 30-day transformation. Um, if we've had years of us fighting our body, years of us fighting with food, it's going to take some time, but that's why I'm here to help you. So noticing our hunger signals is really important for several reasons. I think especially during times that we are not on a strict schedule, we want to be more in tune with our hunger signals. Um, during the week, Monday through Friday, you probably have a set time that you go to eat lunch or you eat breakfast or dinner. It's you, You're probably on some sort of schedule because um, you work at a 95 job. Um, maybe you have kids and you're shuttling people off to places. Um, you might have meetings. So like Monday through Friday, we know what time we're eating breakfast. We know what time we're eating lunch. We know what time we're eating dinner. It's kind of the same every day. Weekends can throw us in a loop because on weekends, we're not sitting at a desk. We um, kind of have freedom. We might sleep in maybe during the week. We always eat breakfast at you know 6.45 a.m. Um, we always eat lunch at 11.30. Um, we eat our snack in our car, car ride home when we eat dinner at this time. Weekends are just kind of like, I don't know, we might sleep in. Or maybe we wake up and we shuttle the kids to soccer practice. And then we also have to go to gymnastics. And we also have a basketball game. And then we also have to go to the school play. Um, or maybe we're sitting at home a lot. Maybe it is winter and we're lounging or randomly it's snowing and we're not going to go out. We're just like in the house and there's food around us. Or maybe we're going to our parents' house or just, you know, a restaurant. Weekends, usually we're, we have the opportunity to go out and eat. And so there's kind of like these variables that aren't present Monday through Friday. So when you're in touch with your hunger signals and you know when your body needs to eat, it helps make this easier. You're more in tune with your body. Um, you're giving your body what it needs. I also think about summer. That's another big thing is summer is upon us. We want to be more in tune with our body, noticing these hunger signals. Um, because if you're a teacher, you'll be home for part of the summer. I know, I know teachers, <laughs> I know you have meetings and stuff, but like even that being in a meeting where, you know, they might order food and you, you have to be in tune with your body to know when to eat, when to stop eating, 
Um, if you're actually hungry, if you're bored, you have to be more in tune with these things. Um, if you're a parent and your kids are at home, it might be a little bit more relaxed. Or again, it might be crazy. You might be like shuttling different places. You're going, going on vacation, going on trips, still wanting to understand your body and being normal with eating. My goal for you, for my clients, for myself, for anyone who has struggled with uh, restrictive diets and Whole30 and just like following meal plans and not following our body is to be more in tune with our body and to make eating so normal, normalized. Instead of these really, really high highs and these really low lows, eating just being normalized. It's pretty much the same. We kind of approach it the same way um, every day. doesn't mean we're eating the exact same foods, um, but our approach to it is pretty normalized. It's pretty simple, kind of how we do my three Ps. Another important reason to be in tune with your hunger signals is races. Um, as it's starting to get warm out, I want you to be in tune with your body. Know when your body needs energy. Know when you need that fuel. Um, you might be using food as a reward, uh, for your for completing certain mileage and that's fine I've talked about I've done that in the past as well but like when we're looking to the future being more in tune with our body knowing when we need to fuel our body during a race um, noticing these things uh, so that food isn't just a reward but again it is fuel an enjoyable fuel um, so if we think about that like food as fuel we think about this analogy of car some people don't they don't like this but um, I'm gonna normalize it so we think about the uh, gas tank on a car, right? And you're looking at your car and you see that it can go from empty, E, to full, um, right? When you're driving your car and you notice this gauge kind of like the arrow is going down, it's going from F and it's slowly going down to E. Like it doesn't happen in two seconds, it happens over time, right? Gradually, 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 and then suddenly, suddenly it's on empty. Um, but it's not even just on empty, the light goes on, right? So it's like, okay, cool, we're like almost at empty. Like, give it 20 more miles, 25 more miles, and it's gonna be on empty. Like, you're gonna be stuck. Um, so our body does the same thing. We don't just go from being full to being completely empty, like, oh crap, there's nothing in my system. Like, it happens gradually, right? slowly you eat food you fuel yourselves you're on full and then gradually you're using up that fuel gradually you're using up those calories you're using up that energy um you're moving your body around and so we want to kind of pick up on these things so one way that i notice that i'm starting to get hungry like i'm not just like automatically empty like oh my gosh i have to have food right away but i notice um I noticed that maybe it's really hard for me to get tasks completed. Sometimes I'll sit down and try to finish something. I'm like, oh my gosh, let me just finish this. And my mind keeps thinking about food. And I'm just like, no, 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 I'll just finish this and then I'll go eat. And then it ends up that whatever task I'm trying to get done um, takes way longer than if I had just stopped and grabbed a snack or stopped and ate my lunch doesn't matter that maybe lunch is like 20 minutes earlier than it usually is. Maybe I move my body more. Maybe I had a lifting, a hard lifting session the day before. And now my body is like, hey, we need more food, right? So it doesn't matter. So instead of dealing, only looking at a clock, like really being in tune with like, okay, cool. I am thinking about food constantly, giving myself permission to eat, eating that food, getting back to life. 
Um, I'm okay with saying that food is fuel. I know sometimes people are like, oh no, food can't, it's not just fuel. It's all of these things. Yeah, sure. It is. It, it's, and, and like if it can be all of those things, it doesn't have to just be food is fuel or food is enjoyment. Food can be fuel and enjoyment. So, right. So like when I'm going to take a time out and get more food, get more fuel, I'm going to enjoy that experience. I'm going to enjoy the food that I'm eating, I'm not just eating broccoli, chicken and rice. Like that sounds gross to me. I want something that I'm going to enjoy. So, um, yeah, so that's one way to notice if you are constantly thinking about food, you're probably hungry. If you're having a lot of trouble getting the thing done and you're like, oh, I'm really tired, I'm lightheaded, you're probably hungry. Get some more fuel in your system. Another way, like I think about my stomach growling, that was like a big thing in high school. I used to try to not eat. Like that was, that's how I'm going to lose all of this weight. Like my tiny high school body. I'm just like, oh, I'm just not going to eat. Like, oh gosh, so detrimental. It's all I knew though. <laughs> it's all I knew was just don't eat. Um, and so my stomach would be growling. It probably didn't do so well during the class it was growling in because I was just thinking about how hungry I was or like trying to fight off that hunger or trying to drink more water to trick myself into thinking that I was full so that my stomach would stop growling. So yeah, if your stomach is growling, that's a signal like, Hey, kind of let it go too far. Go get something to eat. Give yourself that permission to eat. Um, the other thing, yeah, general times of day. So like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Those are general times. But again, we don't want things to be hard, fast rules, but rather uh, guidelines, um, routines. There might be a day that you need a really big meal because you worked out, you moved your body more. There might be a day that you have a smaller meal. If it was um, a holiday and then the next day you woke up, you might have a smaller breakfast um, or you might just have a, like a green smoothie. You might not have a big breakfast, right? So this is, this is so personal to you. I can't tell you exactly how to eat. What I want you to do is take these tools, uh, kind of examine things happening in your life and try applying them, right? So this is, this is, uh, it's trial and error. This takes time. I, I can't say like, this is going to work exactly for you. Like you've tried that before in the past with diets. You've tried the before in the past with meal plans, and they do work in order to get you to lose weight as fast as you can. However, in the long run, you lose, you know, you get out of touch with your body. Um, so I also think about, you know, I used to be really nervous about eating, and I used to be nervous about hunger, and I used to be nervous about food, especially when I was around friends who maybe had smaller body, bodies than me, um, I would worry, you know, if I allow myself to eat, if I eat my appetite, like I'm hungry, if I allow myself to eat, I'm going to keep being bigger than my friends. And I'm going to, you know, they're so small, look, they're not eating, they're not as hungry as I am. There must be something wrong with me. I'll just try to eat like they are. And really what, what happened would, I would, I would try not to eat. I would fight off that hunger and then I would end up binging later on. I would like only eat half of my meal at the restaurant and then I would just go home and like eat the rest of my food and like a package of cookies. So I kind of got to this point where I was sick and tired of being mean to myself and you know, I have no idea what's going on in my friends' heads. Like may maybe their appetite just naturally isn't as big as mine or maybe they're nervous to eat. That Has that ever crossed our minds? Like maybe the person who's not eating who um, is not dealing with their hunger is not eating because they're nervous 
Or maybe they just ate a big meal. I don't know. Maybe they ate a big meal and that's why they're not hungry at this meal. Or maybe I work out a lot more. Um, my body needs more fuel, right? Like it doesn't matter. I, I don't need to worry about what other people do with food. I just have to worry about myself. How many times do we say this to other kids? Just, you know, don't worry about your brother and sister. Don't worry about that classmate. Worry about yourself. Same thing. Um, just deal with the stuff in your head. Deal with the stuff with your body. Don't worry about what other people are doing. They're on a different race. They're doing something different than you, and that's okay. You're on your personal thing. You're on your personal race, your personal journey, your personal track. And if you're always looking to see what other people are doing, you're, again, creating distrust in yourself, distrust in your body, um, looking to external validation, looking external, um, well, what's that person doing? Like, can I just eat like them? And we have, again, no idea what's going on in their head. They might have a healthy relationship with food. They might just naturally not eat as much. If they're not a runner um, and they are, they don't exercise, they don't move their body, they're not going to need as much food. So again, worrying about yourself, not comparing and judging yourself, um, but really being okay with yourself. And that, you know, you're going to have to limit that self, that inner chatter. And you do this by noticing it happening and then reframing it. So if you notice yourself saying something about someone else's body, you know, and that's okay. That's okay that their body is this. This is how my body is. And really like picking up on that self-talk. Um, but I just want to remind you that it is okay to eat. It is okay to feel hunger and it is okay to eat to help your hunger. You don't have to fight your hunger. You don't have to combat your hunger. You don't have to combat your appetite. And in fact, doing so will just lead you down this line of disordered eating for the rest of your life. If you continue doing the things that you're doing, you're gonna keep getting more and more of this outcome. If that's not the outcome you want, you have to change your approach. Um, a lot of it starts with building with building that relationship up with yourself. So what do you eat? Start with the three Ps, that would be my recommendation. Um, make sure you're getting in your plants, make sure you're getting in your protein. It's really hard to feel full if you're not eating vegetables. It's really hard to feel full if you're not eating protein. Um, if you're only eating one macronutrient, um, if you're only eating one meal a day, it's really hard to build uh, up your relationship with yourself, with food. It's really, really hard. Um, I don't know anyone that has a successful, healthy relationship um, in doing so. It feels really restrictive. So yeah, start with the three Ps and definitely um, check out the link in the show notes. Uh, I know a lot of you are like, but how do I do this? Like, you know, we keep talking about this, but I, I need someone to hold your hand, hold my hand through this because I'm really nervous of messing up. I, I've given this a try before and I always mess it up. And I, I just want you to know that even just that is completely normal. Messing things up as you try, as you start something out is completely normal. And I want to make sure that I'm there for you, helping you hold your hand as you're attempting this new lifestyle. It's like a lifestyle change without doing the diet. Like someone giving you permission to eat, someone giving you permission to eat according to your body, that can feel really scary. Sometimes having that freedom feels like, oh my gosh, I'm going to mess up, right? And so definitely check out the link in the show notes. My Intro to Imperfect Eating course is there. For podcast listeners, it is 80% off. Make sure you check out the links. All right, guys, I will chat with you soon. Take care. Bye.